Are you? Are we all on the same page? You know I am. I'm rolling, bro. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 868. Hey! June 14th, 2022. 98 degrees was the record high. That happened in 1987. We could challenge that today. 44 yeah. degrees in 1909, 1917, and 1927. And you can bet your bottom dollar. Yeah, you can. Them kids were swimming in, in, in 1987 because <laughs> Aquaside was well established, a White Bear Lake company making products to keep your beachfront free of weeds and algae so the kids are happy swimming all summer long. And believe me, swimming season has started. Aquaside has been helping people maintain Great Lake Shores for more than 60 years with a complete line of lake and pond control products that take care of everything you don't want. You don't want the buggy stuff. Their uh, products are easy to use. They work quickly. They're registered with the EPA and DNR. There is no need to let weeds overtake your lake or pond this summer. Call Aquaside today. They'll help you identify your weed problem and make sure your place looks great all summer long. You can call them at one 800 328-9350 or go to aquaside.com. Johnny and Knight, I'll be coming back to you. Go ahead and play the music. I know what I'm doing. And now, Come on, Jack. from the mayor's office, above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Not Here today. Is your flashlight <laughs> king. Fireworks Commissioner and Keeper of Common Sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. I could do this weather every day. No. I know that's not a popular thought. It's just me. But I had a funny thought. Not a funny thought. Yesterday I mentioned that in 1956, they had a four-day stretch of 98, 99, 100, 98. And I was betting to myself that certainly no... Uh, no advance warning was given over television stations, nor was hysteria presented in the newspaper. Radio, so I, maybe? Did radio maybe? I, so I called our newsman oh. this morning, John Hyde, and I, I said, John, see if you can find uh, some site that provides front-page newspapers throughout history and mm-hmm. see what was being said in the uh, Minneapolis Tribune and the St. Paul Pioneer Press on those mornings of 1956, June 10, 11, 12, and 13. And now here's John's report. Thanks. I actually went to the Minneapolis Star. That's an evening because, paper at the time, but that's fine. Yep. Uh, the uh, June twelfth, uh, they basically they had and they were always on the front page. The weather. Yep. Uh, the first day, it was basically just about who supplies all the water for sprinklers in okay. the Twin Cities. All Nothing, right. and just a report of mm-hmm. how how that works and what cities get uh, their water from Minneapolis, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, then on the 13th, it was just a straight weather report. You know, it was uh, 98 degrees in Columbia Heights. And right. That's it. Just, you know, yep. a column with all of that. And then the funnest one I found was June 14th, uh, right under a picture. Apparently that year, the University of Minnesota made the College World Series. Okay. So that, that's the uh, big left-hand side of the front page. Uh, then when you go down right below that, nervous weather relents. Offers rain as breather. Oh. Thunder, thunder shower saves lawns, causes damage. And then it talks about uh, Chicago must have been where we got all our weather reports in those mm-hmm. days. We didn't have one here yet. Talks about what they were reporting, and it just says the weather, after racking up the fourth daily heat record in a row with 100, turned nervous early today. Oh, nature got nervous. Turned yeah. nervous. And provided a dollop of comfort to areas where lawn sprinkling has become a problem. I love that. Yeah. yeah I love mm. the way that was written. 
Uh, and then it just gives the totals uh, of rain, uh, how much everybody got in the area. And uh, it does say lightning struck and knocked some bricks off a chimney at Peterson Drug Store. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Peterson Drug Store. A <laughs> couple of bricks, bricks fell off, eh? Yeah. And then there's a, uh, there's a story that says heat turned to page 15A. I did that. And yeah. all that was was more information about the heat. And the only other weather mention was uh, sandstone this morning was hit by hail, oh. big as baseballs. Oh, boy. Wow. Now, you but sensed, you're not, not sensed, you saw no editorializing. None whatsoever, and in fact, pretty much straight reporting, and uh, and that I, I, I love that writing there in that one story. The and doll, that's it. Yeah, nervous nature. Yeah. Nervous nature. Well, that was that already. confirms my suspicion that you would not have discovered anything hysterical. No, no. And no my warnings, God, the, no, the, you know, the way we're going about it today is ridiculous. We're being told what to wear and. How long to be outside? And <laughs> it's just amazing. Oh. We're being told not to leave grandma in the car right. when you go into right. the Legion. Yeah. Don't for, don't bring the dog the into the drugstore and forget grandma. You're yeah, supposed well. to bring grandma into the drugstore and roll down the windows for the dog. But sadly, they do have to advise it with children because we get that horrific story every year. Right, but I think you wouldn't have had that story in 1956. That's uh, John is confirming my suspicions. Right. You found no stories of tragedy, I take it. Uh, none, uh, not here. There was one, f- they had a report from Indianapolis uh, mm-hmm. where a child was found in the attic. Oh, uh, good Lord. Where, yeah. John, what's, uh, uh, do you want to share the site with people or do you want to keep that as a private treasure? It's, no, it's fascinating and it, it does cost money, I will warn you, mm-hmm. uh, but it's called newspapers.com and you you pay, you sign in. They have thousands of newspapers from around the U.S., dating back to the 1800s. Wow. And, and they're the actual papers. They're pictures of the papers. Oh, so. cool. Rook, you can oh, help me. Cool you can corroborate. Go. You know what you should do, Such? Mm. Let's do it. Instead of offering all those old clippings that you had to, to the University of St. Thomas, didn't, they didn't want bring oh, it to newspapers.com. Yes. Yeah. You might have your own special section. I think I Click will. on this tab for Suchi style. Suchi <laughs> <laughs> style. Today is flag day. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. My flag is flying. Just want to put that out. I can't wait to discuss this, so I'm not going to. He's been teasing me for about an hour with this, ladies and gentlemen. I saw Top Gun Maverick last night. Uh, Even the CP went. Okay. I'm here for all of your Top Gun information. Did you guys sit next to each other? Uh, A couple of seats (laughs) apart. The, uh, boy, the Grandview got all new seats, by the way. Grandview, uh, St. Paul's been pretty good to the Grandview. Mm -hmm. I I went... uh, I probably would not have gone, but too many people recommended it. Too many people raved about it. And the danger with that is if you're going to go, get going, because the more people rave, the more you might the be disappointed. The expectation right. keeps increasing. Right. Let and, down and I think I know, I, I, I can't speak for all of the people who recommended it to me. Uh, none of them voiced the opinion I'm about to make. But I think it's what they sensed. Uh, first of all... Uh, it's a sequel, so the plot was as predictable as a fifth-grade play. There's there's no mystery in the plot. It's a sequel, and uh, Maverick comes back to the uh, Naval Instructional Office after 36 years' mm-hmm. absence or whatever. And uh, and the dialogue is uh, fitting with, uh, with a plot that's, that's predictable, uh, which made no difference to me because you were watching something completely different. It was a story of American exceptionalism. We're the good guys. Mm-hmm. These were all people who loved the country. Mm-hmm. 
They don't leave people behind. Mm -hmm. They know the difference between right and wrong. Mm -hmm. No one gender tried to use the other gender's bathroom. No one Mm -hmm. needed a preferred pronoun. Uh, Discipline was expected. Justice was expected as it played out naturally. Oh, that's just Hollywood. Competition (laughs) was preeminent. If you didn't make the cut for this extraordinary mission, the, deal the, with it. The, that's too bad. Mm-hmm. And of course, Cruz is the—he's uh, the loose cannon who uh, gets away with what he does because he's such a top gunner. He's an extraordinary pilot, and 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 he's always at odds with his bosses. But he wins them over in the end. And oh, don't spoil it for me. Yeah, no. I was going to say you're getting close. <laughs> no. You're getting close. No. <laughs> But it struck me, this might as well have been made 60 years ago. Yeah. This. Who had, are we in Top Gun? Was it, um, who was it? Uh, Libya, Muammar Gaddafi. He was the, uh, Libya was who we were mad we at. We don't even in, know. During the original. We don't even know who we're mad at in this. And okay. you know what? I'm glad you mentioned that because I took, I've been, I've been at, been to it three times. Whoa. Don't don't make fun. I don't care. I might what? I might watch it again in the theater. It's that, I enjoyed it that much. Wow. Do you cry every time? Every yeah. time. So I brought I my wife and kids <laughs> Sunday night mm-hmm. because my both my boys have seen the edited version of the original, okay. and they loved it, and they wanted to see this in the theater. And I, I said, okay, you're going to hear bad words. You're not to repeat the bad words, and they agreed. What about the volleyball scene? Take so my, <laughs> Matt. my son asked me when we got home, well, Dad, who are we fighting against? And so I looked up the Wikipedia page, which there's nothing well, listed. There's no it, explanation. And I remember why. Because... Mm. John, correct me if I'm wrong, because I think you and I talked about this. China pulled it from their theaters, or a portion of China pulled it from their theaters, and we never officially listed who we were fighting against in Top Gun Maverick because we didn't want to offend anybody. Well, that's you're, that's a bit contrary to what I'm advocating here, which is uh, this was a story of such positivity that I'm surprised we gave a damn about who we might offend. I had it in Afghanistan, to tell you the truth. That's what I guessed, yeah. too. Yeah. Did you cry? No, but I'll tell you what I did at the end. I raised my arms as though calling a touchdown. Yeah. At the really? very end. Yeah. You guys have to see it in the theater. It's what that What did CP do when you did that? Sit down. Hit me in the ribs. <laughs> one more logistical question about... Look at him. I'm Just not look done, at him. But go ahead. Okay, one more logistical question about going to the Grand Doing Dude. this a disservice, Did you go... Hit the ice box and grab a special X that's probably sitting inside there like no, it was I in high not. school. I did not. So I, I thought the guys who made this have not been paying any attention to this country. You can take off your glasses, Goose. When we're talking Top Gun Maverick. I have to have the uh, the Top Gun shades on. Sorry. There was, there was the there, it, this was the antithesis of wokeism, the absolute antithesis of it. Mm-hmm. Either by design or just this is what this guy named Joseph Kaczynski had in mind. He was the director. So I did. I went down a rabbit hole. Oh, Who's boy. this guy? Well, this might be a clue. He's only about 48 years old. Uh, he's uh, an American filmmaker best known for his computer graphics and computer-generated imagery work and for his work in action films. He made his big-screen directorial debut with the 2010 science fiction film Tron Legacy, uh, which I would not have gone to if you dragged me, a sequel to the 1982 film Tron. His previous work was primarily with CGI-related television commercials, including the Starry Night commercial 
for Halo and the award-winning Mad World commercial for Gears of War, none of which I know anything about. But he was born in Milwaukee, and this might be a clue, raised in Marshalltown, Iowa. He wasn't raised near the town's country's tallest buildings. He's the son of Patricia, a French-Canadian descent, and Joel Kaczynski, a doctor of Polish descent. And I, that's all I know about him. I don't know if he set out intentionally to uh, to make a film that stunned me. Not for its literacy or its literature. Or its The footage uh, alone. The, well, the, the technology was incredible. But these people acted the way GLers act. Mm-hmm. They, they loved the country. The, the American flags were plentifully seen in this movie. As I say, it might as well have been made 60 years ago. And that's why I urged you to go see this in the theater. Because that's what it, it, it was so up your alley. Every, what, every the, facet of this it. This Val Kilmer character. What's his he Ice Spaghetti Man. Junction or Iceman? Iceman. Ice Man. Okay, what, why, why was he in this sequel? Why was he in this sequel? So, <clears throat> this is why he I was in the original. The, this is why I have to put on my Top Gun shades to explain to the I don't Mary. remember the original. So, it's too long ago. in the original, I'm about to break it on down. Yeah. In the How's original, Val looking these days? Not pretty good. rough. Not good. Pretty yeah. rough. So, yeah. in like real Chet life, Baker, Val right? Kilmer has lost the ability to speak. He had throat cancer. Right. He did speak in this film, but very haltingly. Yeah, right. So, anyway, Maverick and Iceman were arch nemesis in the original that became friends at the end of the original. All right. Val well, Kilmer ascended to the position of Admiral Kazansky. Yeah, right. And he kept saving Maverick's rear end from getting kicked out of the Navy. Okay. Which I won't go any further, but basically he saved him, and that's the only reason why. What was, what was his original that? name, Iceman? Iceman is yeah. his call sign. Was he the father of a, a guy who died in the original? No, you're, think, you're thinking, thinking of, of Goose. Goose. Goose was Maverick's uh, wingman. Is the wingman in a different plane or sitting behind? I'm sorry. Him? The wingman is in a different plane. The uh, what would you call it? His uh, co-pilot or co-pilot navigator. Yeah. Navigator, navigator. Sure. Yeah. That would be Goose. Who, unfortunately, this is not a spoiler because the movie came out in 1986. Goose doesn't make it in the first one. Right. But his son is in this move, the second movie, in a prominent role. The other pieces of American exceptionalism it captures is never say never. Don't tell me I can't do anything because I'll figure out a way to do it. Which is the best part of this movie. And, and yes. he and he figures out a way to do it. Boy, I'll say. And, and an hour into it, I leaned over and I said, I can tell you exactly how this is going to end. <laughs> and I was completely correct. Completely correct. Which is neither here nor there. Right. It, it's what should have happened. Well, how does it end? No, 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 no. Don't do that to people. <laughs> I'm just going to look it up then. Kenny, to the point where Sunday I'm sitting with my wife. She is gripping my arm because that's how intense portions of the movie get and she wants to go see it again and she could take or leave the first one it reminded me that over the years of all the winters i've played golf out in the palm desert area palm springs area Mm -hmm. i've seen these guys flying around the mountains oh yeah i have too and i can only assume i was witnessing some sort of training protocol in fact we were in san diego a couple of years ago on coronado island and three of them came screaming over the mountain right over our head, and that was really cool. You know what also struck me? And I took a little walk on the service road of life to try to get these thoughts straight. It's a, uh, it's a blueprint for why what the left believes does not work. For example, uh, 
if this movie was made with the left in mind, oh my God, uh, Cruz, who's assigned to create a team to perform this incredibly difficult mission, which is the thrust of the movie, it, and he's he shows up and he's their teacher. And if you if you followed if you followed what the le- the failed academic might expect, he would have been told you must have one woman, one black, one Hispanic. One uh, Asian, one Asian, and and maybe a native, and that has to be your team, and regardless of skill level, right? And that that would not have worked. So what you saw was what does work. Put you, I'm putting all you people through grueling tests, and only the best will rise to the top, and that's who I choose, and that's what happened. The if it, the. None of this movie could happen if you adhere to the principles of today's modern culturally uh, uh, woke left. It would it could not have, it could not have been made. It no. would have looked silly. In fact, it couldn't have been made because it would have been too preposterous. Mm-hmm. Now you do end up with a woman on the final team, and she's good. But she's a hell of a pilot. And she's really good. Oh my God! It's, it's and the reason it also stands out and is why it's worth seeing in the theater is the noise. The noise and every <laughs> yeah. every flight scene is authentic. They didn't mm-hmm. computer generate anything in this movie because mm-hmm. I've I've watched so many YouTube clips of how they captured all of this audio because I was worried that a lot of it was going to be you know Will Smith Independence Day where they're shooting off late. <laughs> That's what I was worried about. But none of every every scene is authentic. It's a movie I, that's the antithesis that. Everything the left believes. I found the ending. There's a Wikipedia page. Sometime oh, after no. the mission, Maverick and no. Rooster worked together. Oh, on... No, oh. wrong. That's the wrong. Kenny, one. I'm telling you right now, you need to go see it. You'll love it. Uh, when anybody tells me I need to do anything, oh, yeah. I usually do the opposite. <laughs> Kenny, you should stay home and never ever watch Top Gun Maverick. No problem. <laughs> Joe, you make a good point though that America, everybody loves this. This. Why does this bring why everyone is this, together? Why is this breaking box office records? Because America, because deep down, America loves America, and even the Hollywood left couldn't put together, like you said, a diverse maverick. This, they just went full Top Gun. This was discussed on our drive home from the theater mm-hmm. with the kids. The reason when are you taking off your aviator glasses? When we're done talking about Top right. Gun Maverick. <laughs> The reason that it was because this was supposed to be released two years ago, and they decided not to because of the pandemic, obviously. Mm -hmm. But the timing of this release could not have worked out better for this movie production company because of what this country currently, the way that this country currently resides. Mm -hmm. They couldn't have picked a better time. Memorial Day weekend, what how divided this country is right now, and that's why it's shattering box office numbers. But it's a movie about people who love this country. Correct. Right. And we'll take the steps to protect it. And those steps are right and wrong, discipline, some bitches. competition, getting the bad guys, triumphing, when you leave, never saying never. When you left the theater, I wonder if you have the same reaction I did. When you left the theater, did you say, okay, maybe it's not as bad as I think it is? No, I was just glad it was still light out. <laughs> was, uh, was Kenny Loggins in the soundtrack? Yes. Uh, at the very beginning, yes. sure, playing the original song. God, John, have you I seen it? I love Kenny Loggins, and I hate that song. Have you but seen I love it, John? Kenny Loggins. I, I haven't seen the original ever, Kenny. I don't think, you know, you guys keep assuming I've seen the original. I probably did, okay. but you I'm not recalling. Did. Here's what I'll do. 
Y'all can come over to no, my place, fine. and I'll, I'll put it on the old DVD player. Wait, I got a. Th- can we have sandwiches? I got a thing. Look at the village. He's doing flybys the by the tower and the the boat and all that. You never, you've hasn't seen Negative that. Negative Ghost Rider. The, the, the singing at the fall. bar. Better idea, John. I'll we, grab the DVD. I'll head up to your house. We'll pop, we'll pop a couple cold ones. We'll watch I'm, the I'm original. Gonna, I won't be home. I don't. Think. Isn't that gal that he serenaded in the bar in the original movie? She's actually a lesbian, I think. Correct, Kelly, Kelly McGillis. McGillis. Yeah. And Kelly she was interviewed about why she wasn't asked, and she she herself said, "I'm old. I'm fat. I have no interest. No, right. thank you." Right. Was she also in Weird Science? That was Kelly LeBrock. Oh, yeah, okay. uh, she Kelly was LeBrock. in. Uh, what was Harrison Ford in? Can the, we spend uh, fifteen minutes talking about Weird Science? Now that was a film. <laughs> no, By the way, the third Michael reason you need to see this movie. I like that song, John. The third reason <laughs> yes. you need to see this movie. Yeah. Jennifer Connelly. All yeah, I'm saying. Jennifer. Mm, you get no good parts is. with her. Who is she? Were you? Did you take a bathroom break? There was no good parts. She's, she's, she's on screen. She's on she's screen. Part, okay. Right? Oh, uh, so I'll I'll ask ask appreciate her face. Go, what about nudity? <laughs> there is uh, none. It's PG thirteen. There is none. Oh, However, Kenny and I Whatever. recall the what's the film with the Miles Davis, John Lee Hooker song where she is uh, the hot spot. Several, several nudes. Several nudes. The hot spot. Boys, you're getting away from You guys are drifting. You're getting way away from the point. America loves Jennifer Connelly. John Lee Hooker and Miles Davis doing that song. Don't you think part of there goes my video. Top Gun, uh, Top Gun Two, or whatever, <laughs> whatever this Maverick, is. Top Gun Maverick, John, get Maverick. straight. Part of, part of the reason I think it's so popular, boy, there was people who like it have been waiting for it forever, like Chris, me, hundred percent, who liked. The, and the other thing is the two-year put-off kind of made everybody go. <laughs> oh, I want it now, exactly. Yes. So I think that's one of the reasons the box office records are breaking. You know, does he have a? Left. Is he on a Kawasaki sport bike? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I think it's the same bike from the original. If no, I'm not. it's probably not at all. Oh, so in Maybe any not. event, huh. uh, it, it's a story of American exceptionalism. And when have you seen that lately? You haven't. I can't name you. Of. It's a ray of hope, is it not? The movie? Absolutely. Okay. It's, you can give it one if you Yesterday's want. Mayor <laughs> approved. I love it. And again. This Joseph Kaczynski, I, I would love to. Why don't you see if we can get him on the air? Okay. No, I'm serious. I will. Did you, you intend? Know, you to, did you intend to do this, Joe? I, and I hope he would say absolutely. Because the original producer Tony Scott is no longer with us. Well, I'm not interested in the original producer. I'm interested in him. this guy. You also mentioned the movie Tron in his... Uh, I, only because I had to, Matt. I, I know nothing about Tron. Which was produced by Ted Mann. Oh, really? A uh, local guy, yeah. Really? Was it really? Yep. You know, oh. the director did not write it, right? It was a, a team that wrote it. I'm I just, very yeah. aware of that. Including uh, Tom Cruise. No, I don't think he was a writer. I think he was a co-producer. Or Sorry, co-producer. Yeah. You're right. Sorry. Yeah, there's there's three writers. I looked them up, too. I was looking oh, up. John Hamm is in this? Oh, yeah. Is all of John Hamm in this? No. Which, which I gotta say, as an aside, <laughs> I can't take him seriously. Oh, he's a great actor. Oh, I just kept seeing him with a cigarette, selling, selling advertising. Oh, you're him. seeing Mad Men. Mad, Mad Men. Oh, John Hamm's a great actor. Well, whatever. I just was so, uh, I was amazed that this came out of that den of iniquity called Hollywood. Right. That that it just was just wonderfully lovable that to see people who. Are not ashamed. Damn to it! Say, I'm going again tonight. I don't care. <laughs> to see people who are not ashamed to say how much they care. 
and we're not leaving anybody behind, we're not. Nope. which is a nice message to old Uncle Joe, I thought. However, intentionally. Kind of ruining the ending. But or unintentional. No, I didn't say anybody got saved. I think, we all, we I, think I know how it's going to end already without seeing <laughs> but it. I yet. called it an hour in. I, tell, I said, right. here's exactly what's going to happen. I, I could have told you scene by scene what was going to happen, and I didn't give a damn. I still loved it. So to create the illusion that the actors were actually piloting the jets during the flying scenes, the producers paid the Navy 11374 per flight hour for FA-18 Super Hornets Oof. and pilots to fly them. At least one FA-18 was rigged with special cameras to film an actor in the back seat. Right. Hmm. So every time I saw Cruz, he was in the back seat. Correct. Design, Cruz designed a unique three-month boot camp to train the actors with flying roles. From what I hear, um, Tom Cruise, is, uh, he expects 100% from you every second you're making a film with mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Kind of reminds me of an old crank I know. Can't sit there and do crossword puzzles while he's yammering on. No, what was that? I'm not even not even a cruise guy. I like. I'm not uh, either. I'm I liked either. risky business. Yep. And I liked where he was his sports agent. Oh, uh, uh, Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire. Other if you're not Rain a cruise Man. guy, I liked him in Rain Man. Uh, yeah, I liked him in Rain Man. Definitely. Look, look up the time he was on Top Gear. Um, doing the driving test on Top Gear. Oh, yeah? If you're not a cruise man, that'll change your mind. Okay. He got that POS up on two wheels going around the final yeah. turn. Oh, cool. Yeah, no, he is a, he's a seriously good car driver. Well, I'll put that aside now. Oh, what I... the NASCAR movie, Kenny. Days of right. Thunder. Right. That was a good flick. I like that Whatever. one. Eh, Whatever. It was cliche. Robin's so, racing. Hey, I am happy to report that Schmel's Countryside oh, Volkswagen is back with us. Schmel's Countryside Volkswagen. A lot of people think that local dealer is still run by the same family that used to run it 20, 30 years ago. That is true of Schmel's. It's been there for more than 50 years at the uh, intersection of 36 and 61 in Maplewood. The family of Volkswagen SUVs are in stock and arriving daily, daily, including the all-new Volkswagen Taos, an SUV that offers all-wheel drive and IQ drive advanced safety systems. My brother has one. He got it at Schmelz. And that ranges all the way up to the family-size seven-passenger Atlas with 5,000-pound towing capability. Nice. And if you're a candidate and if gasoline prices have you frustrated, test drive and order the all-electric Volkswagen ID4 SUV named the 2021 World Car of the Year. I drove it, and if I'm not a candidate, I cannot deny how impressed I was with the technology. They're only 10 minutes east of Minneapolis and 5 minutes north of of St. Paul. Schmel's Countryside Volkswagen at the corner of Highway 61 and Highway 36 at Maplewood and details at SchmelzVW.com. Hey, GLers, it's Reavers here, and you've heard me talk about my relationship with Josh Arnold for quite some time now. And the reason I advocate that you give Josh a call is simple. Well, actually, it's two reasons, trust and results. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. As he says, past results do not guarantee future returns. While that is true, Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. And you can trust Josh to make sure that you are not paying more in fees than you are selling in returns. Yes, that is more common than you would think. So do yourself a favor. 
favor by booking a 48-minute free, yes, free consultation that has absolutely no obligation. Call Josh today at 952-925-5608. That number, once again, is 952-925-5608. You will be glad you did. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris Reavers is a paid endorser. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Suchere. Well, I'll tell you, whatever walk of life you're in, you're going to need some good footwear. And good footwear is found at the Chet's Shoes Store. That's right, Chet Shoes in Spring Lake Park has a huge selection of great shoes and boots, including Keen Utility, Timberland Pro, Danner, and many, many more top brands. It's a wonderful store. The best part of Chet Shoes is they fit all of the United States through their website. So if you're listening to Garage Logic outside of Minnesota, you can still get a great fit at ChetsShoes.com. Yes, you can go old school. Chet Shoes, of course, has personal great in-store fitting as well. Why not give it a shot? Buy your shoes and boots the right way. Go to the experts at Chet's Shoes. It's in Spring Lake Park, plus they're online at Chet'sShoes.com. They'll get you the perfect shoe or boot. Listen, you need to be comfortable walking, and you need to have great shoes for work, and you can get them at a great price. Chet Shoes is a third-generation family-owned business. They do things the GL way. Visit Chet Shoes in Spring Lake Park or shop online, Chet'sShoes.com. Hey, if the shoe fits, you've been to Chet's. You know, Reeves, you asked me. Uh, when I came out of the theater, did I think, yeah, things aren't that bad. Yes. What I did think is, how could we ever possibly be defeated with that kind of skill level, sure, that yeah. kind of equipment, that well, kind of technology, that what, kind of resolve? It's what we said back when we were first worried about Putin and Russia. Mm-hmm. I still hold out hope that we got Maverick waiting to and, and his team we got guys. to be able to get us out of that mess. Yeah, but do you think the skirt <clears throat> in the Oval Office is going to send them? <laughs> Boy, that's a good point. Well, let's turn to that. Let's turn to the antithesis of American exceptionalism. Here is Vice President Kamala Harris apparently uh, celebrating. She's at the Capitol Pride Festival in Washington, D.C. All right. We have so much to celebrate, and we celebrate each other every day. We celebrate the progress we have made. And we celebrate the fact that we are in this to stand for what we stand for and fight for what we stand for. Because no one should fear going to a nightclub for fear that a terrorist might try to take them down. No one should fear going to a pride celebration because of a white supremacist. No one should fear loving who they love. Our children in Texas and Florida should not fear who they are. I don't think they do. Black and brown and women of color, transgender women should not fear for their lives. We should not have to be dealing with 300 laws and states around our country All right, that are that's, attacking I can't take our it. LGBT. I can't take it. I can't take it. Is she it. creating division where there isn't any? You're talking about less than 1% of the population here. That, now, that's what you won't hear in Top Gun. You won't hear any of that. No. Now, let's go to Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, I didn't know you were going to go so quickly. You need to, uh, with Don Lemon, is this the one you're looking for? Well, there's two. 
Yes, so that's why I'm asking. Well, because uh, you always just come right to it and say hit it. I don't know which one you're well, talking well, about. Well, you tell me. Uh, I have the Don Lemon one ready. All to right, go. and he's apparently asking uh, Jean Pierre, what's your name? Jean. Kareen, uh, Kareen, Jean Pierre, Kareen Jean, the White House press secretary. All right, and apparently she's on with that hard-hitting Don, as Victor Davis Hanson calls him, Don Lemon. Is that the, the guy that gets drunk stamp. all the time on the air? No, just out oh. in the Hamptons. <laughs> okay, you ready? Yeah. Does the president have the stamina, physically and mentally, do you think, to continue on even after 2024? Don, you're asking me this question. Oh, my gosh. He's the president of the United States. You know, he I can't even keep up with it. We just got back from New Mexico. We just got back um, from California. Uh, That is uh, I, I, I that is not a question that we should be even asking. Just look at the work that he does. Look what he's how he's delivering uh, for the American public. Look, that what that 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 article that we're talking about is hearsay it's salacious that's not what we care about we care about how are we going to deliver for the american people how are we going to make their lives better that's what the president <laughs> talks about that is his focus uh, and that's where we're going to continue uh to to focus on how is he making life better for the american people well joey's not they're uh, trying to hoodwink us here but if you can tell me, I'll be glad to publicize it. <laughs> if someone wants to educate me on how Biden is making life better for the American public, I'll be glad to salute him. Well, you, I've got the third clip, and maybe she can explain it to us that this way. This is about inflation? This certainly is, Joe. Yeah. Uh, Peter Ducey is the first voice you will hear. Uh, thanks, Corrine. President Biden once bragged about the stock market hitting record after record after record on my watch. How about now? Meaning mm. the stock market. All the gains from President Biden's time in office have been wiped out. So, as you know, we're watching. We're watching closely. Uh, we know families are concerned about inflation in the stock market. Uh, that is something that the president is is really aware of. And so, look, well, we face good. global challenges. We've talked about this. Uh, this is we're not the only country dealing uh, with what we're seeing at the moment as it relates to inflation. Don't care. You know, Putin, Putin's price hike, inflation <laughs> uh, coming coming uh, out of a once in a generation uh, global pandemic. All all of those things play a factor. And uh, and you know, but the thing, the way that we see this is that the American people are well positioned uh, to face these challenges because of the economic historic uh, gains that we have made uh, under this president, under this president in the last lost money uh, under this president. Yeah. Yeah. Americans are well positioned to weather this stock market decline. What is the president's message to somebody who might want to retire, but their 401k is getting wiped out? So we know we know that the, that higher prices are having a real effect on people's lives. We get that, and we are incredibly focused on doing everything that we can to make sure that it, the economy uh, is working for that. every American lie. people. That's but we lie. are coming out of the strongest job market in in American history, uh, and that matters. And that. that a lot of that is thanks to the American Rescue Plan, which only Democrats uh, voted for that. Republicans did not, and it led to uh, this uh, this economic boom, th- th- this historic economic boom. That we're seeing what? with jobs. What? Historic economic boom. <laughs> you guys, the problem is too many people believe this utter gibberish that is coming out of the White House. Let's turn to our gas segment. 
It'll be brief today. Wait, wait a second. Isn't you're it just funny gloss over what you just heard for three that minutes? she follows the same format every time we've played her first? Uh, she reasks the question. Yep. Visor time. Some time. Yep. 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 Then uh, every sentence or new paragraph she starts, she starts with, "So." So. Uh, and so. then she lies to us in a tone, a very condescending tone, like we're kindergartners and we're really, really stupid, and they are saving the earth. Uh, and then she likes to refer to that user manual that she's always looking at. All while, by the way, and I've, I've said this before, nodding her head up and down as if, oh, yeah, she's nodding yes. So that right. must mean I must believe that as well. But everything she said, Joe, was a lie. That's why I'm asking people, if, if you think Biden has done a great job, would you please tell me and I will, I will read what you send me and I will salute him. Yeah, and prove it to us. Yeah. Give us evidence. I don't know where you're supposed to look for this. We keep sending billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars to Ukraine to secure their border. We don't even have a border. <laughs> Come on in. Well, remember the video I showed you yesterday? Did we bring that up on the, the air? Laguna Beach? No, 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 no. The video I showed you from Arizona. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there. What's his name? Joe Ventura. There, the reporter. Uh, Jorge, Jorge Ventura. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He was. Uh, Did we a, play that? He had a. Vi- no, I just showed it to you before we did the show. He had a video, you guys, at the border in which, in 40 minutes, 600 different people had crossed the border illegally mm-hmm. through this chamber. Mm-hmm. Joe, Are while they- visiting Grand Marais at 51 degrees today, this is dated yesterday, in the midst of global warming, I stopped to fill my truck with regular gas upon trying to engage the pump to start dispensing $4.80 a gallon gas to no avail. The attendant came running outside and informed me that the station had just run out of gas, regular gas. I was expecting the usual excuses of supply chain issues, but none were given other than his advice that I could fill my tank with premium gas at a mere $5.50 a gallon. Bada boom, bada bing. Todd wrote that. That happened right here in my town last night, and they allowed people to fill up with the next level, the mid level, mm-hmm. for the same price as the cheap stuff, which is four sixty nine where I live. Tim Buck too. Some liberal politicians are trying to make us believe that high gas prices are the norm, and that they only took a temporary dip lower during the pandemic, but that's not true. Under the pro-energy policy of the previous administration, gas prices were very stable and remained below $3 per gallon for the entire four years. Here are the average gas prices from the U.S. Energy Information Administration, which is the official government agency that tracks national gas prices. In June of 2017, the average gas price was $2.41 a gallon. In June of 2018, it was $2.94 a gallon. In June of 2019, it was $2.81 a gallon. And in June of 2020, it was $1.98 a gallon. Mm. The The decreased demand due to COVID only became a factor in the middle of the fourth year when the price briefly dipped below two bucks. But the average price for the entire four years of the Trump administration was $2.48 per gallon. When Joe Biden took office in January 2021, the average price was $2.25 per gallon. Yesterday, the average national price hit $5.01, which is the highest ever. That price is 223% higher than the average of the entire four years of the previous administration. Energy policies do matter, and the pain we feel at the pump is real. Wow. All right. 
And finally, on today's gas segment. Here's yep. today's gas, gas segment. <laughs> Joe, I just listened to your show and heard you mention that Norway doesn't produce much oil. In reality, Norway is the 13th largest oil producer in the world and exports 19, uh, 69% of what they produce. Coincidentally, I was there a week ago and talking to people about Norwegian oil. Norway has the most electric vehicles in the world. 20% of all cars are electric, and there is a reason for that. Most of their electric, 95%, comes from hydroelectric power, so they get electricity fairly cheap. Also, they gave huge tax breaks for people to buy EVs, no value added on tax purchase, free parking, and free charging. That has now been cut in half, and in a few years will be eliminated. That is huge, especially the parking, as it is at a premium. But as I talked with the fellow, he laid out some more surprising things to me. The government of Norway did longer and more thorough studies and found that if you take all pollution factors into account, that diesel is the less polluting of all means of fuel. Diesel. It's cheaper to produce and much more efficient in the long run. So as usual, government acted without knowing all of the facts. Now he says they are changing policies to produce and encourage more diesel-powered vehicles. Signed, Max. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? In I've the heard history, that before about diesel. In our country's history, has there been a, an, uh, an administration that has done more gaslighting than this one? No. I don't think so. <laughs> Not that I'm aware of. By the way, th- this insulting notion of c- continuing to call it Putin's tax, mm-hmm. please tell me people aren't really that stupid. I talked to a guy yesterday who couldn't get dog food. Huh? And he told me, I'm tired of this. I'm tired. I can't even get dog food. Right. I know a guy, <clears throat> I shared this with Joe before the show, who drives truck. Drives a truck. I said that on purpose. I know you did. Put on your glasses again there, spaghetti or goose or Iceman or whatever the hell your name is. But anyway, he drives truck part-time, was told to stay home because his route wasn't going to be efficient enough for the company, meaning uh, the the cost of what was going to take for diesel for him to do it wasn't going to make them any money. Let me me stop you. Yep. He was told, uh, stand down. Yep. You're not going to run your route today. Mm Mm-hmm. Because and we he was okay with it. It's just a part-time gig for him. It, it, because we can't afford to fill the truck for you to, to complete your route. And guess is what he, he hauls. Is he filling up or, or dropping off? Uh, both. So corn or beans? Uh, grain. Grain. Interesting. So, kind, of a, kind of a key ingredient, I would think. So he's hauling food, and he's told to stand down because it cannot be affordable. Mm-hmm. For the for the for the trucking company. Wow. America. Yeah. On a completely different note. Here we go. Did I tell you guys I saw a big GL flag flying up around the Brainerd area? No, but it's flag you, day today. Uh, it's flag you pull day. Pull in and talk to him. No. <laughs> I'm the mayor. And Jeff writes, would love to see you still sell GL flags oh, as you God, did last don't year. Do this well, to I'm me. bringing it up to give our crack <laughs> promotions department Let's have a little a shot. Contest. Let's go, Ross. How do you sign up? I'm Many GLers would fly them the proudly show. at the lake or at home. Hope you can sell them again soon. Thanks, Jeff. I don't know why that was put on hold. Let's get some Krabby Coffee Shop mugs too. Yeah, or so a Krabby Coffee back Shop to flag. Gas tax. Um, yeah, no flags. The other, the other part where the White House Press Secretary Jean-Claude Van Damme said, 
the rescue plan, the American rescue plan, which was voted only by Democrats, not Republicans. Well, yes, ma'am, but keep in mind, it was mostly the Democrats who favored shutting down this country completely for two years. What the hell did we think was going to happen when we did that? Well, all that happened to the American Rescue Plan is it got cut in half. Instead of $2 trillion, it was a trillion. True. Yeah. And Joe Manchin joined the Republicans in quashing it. Yes, mm. So I tip my cap to you. Putin's tax, Joe. Yeah. It's Putin's tax. We're going to come back with John Hyde. No, we're not. Okay. First, we're going to tell you about Mosquito Shield. <laughs> Let's hear about it. Boy, Ticks. I, I got to tell you, by the way. So last Ooh. night, I'm in the backyard. Still have my uh, uh, computer uh, thing up. Sorry about that. I'm in the backyard last night. And the neighbor looks over and says, Reavers, how come you don't have any mosquitoes in your yard and I'm getting eaten alive? I said, you got to call Mosquito Shield, bruh. Mm-hmm. Ray and Mike are the father and son team that operate two franchises right here in the Twin wow. Cities. Getting rid of mosquitoes and ticks, that is their expertise. They're not like other pest control companies that also spray for bugs. They only focus on mosquitoes and ticks. And here's why it's important. They use a proprietary blend that is specifically formulated to rid your yard of mosquitoes and ticks. It was invented by the founder of Mosquito Shield, and it's used exclusively by the company. You can't go buy this on the shelf. And they are going to take great care of you and your yard like they have done for me. They come out every 10 to 17 days for an application, and they do so until the mosquitoes and ticks go dormant, you know, around the end of September, start of October. And they also stand behind their work. If for any reason that you need them in between applications, they will do an additional service call at absolutely no charge. They want you to choose when it's time to go inside, not the mosquitoes and the ticks. Find them online right now at MoShield.com. No dash, Joe. It's MoShield.com or give them a call at 612-619-1556. Please tell them you heard about it on the Garage Logic podcast. DK Mags is a full-service gun shop in New Brighton and on the web at dkmags.com. We all know responsible gun owners always lock up their firearms, and DK Mags has all varieties of gun locks to keep those firearms safe and inaccessible or inoperable to those who shouldn't touch them. DK Mags, they buy unwanted firearms from individuals and estates, so keep that in mind if you're thinking about thinning the collection. DK Mags also offers storage options for firearms if you need that. Uh, option. DK Mags 443 Old 8 in New Brighton. Uh, They have a wonderful staff and a great selection. Very fair prices. Check out the other location, Monticello Pond and Gun. You'll find electronics, tools, and a variety of crazy and unusual items. Monticello Pond and Gun, they're hiring right now, so give them a call if you need a gig. 763-295-6955 or stop in, shop, or fill out an application. 1219 Highway 25 South in Monticello. Let's get rolling. Ready, kill? Yep. Wait. Uh, who is it? Make it rookie. I'm not ready. Yeah, it is rookie. Okay. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. You need a new kitchen floor? You need a I... new uh, carpet in the living room? I got one place for you and one place only. No, not fly-by-the-night overnight stuffers. I want somebody that's got a history. Well, Redmond's Flooring and Design is in Anoka. Half a century. Is that enough for you? Half a century. Are they fly-by? No, absolutely not. They are well-established. They have a website you can poke around for carpet, hardwood, tile, vinyl, whatever you need. Estimates are free. I had Mike over to my house a couple weeks ago. 
looking at the uh, operation, and he said, yeah, you're, uh, you're way overdue for a new kitchen floor. I agree. We made a plan. i got to go out and pick out exactly what I want up at the store. they got a great showroom in Anoka. Stop by. I'll tell you what. Review? Yeah, check out the reviews online. There's many five-star reviews from their customer. Redmans.com, R-E-D-M-A-N-N-S.com. They work with Mohawk, the best in the flooring industry. They're great people. Redmans Flooring and Design, 763-316-3332. Tell Mike at Redmans the Rook sent you. I'll give you an axiom. With the arrival of each new grandchild, the carpet in our house gets darker. Ooh. Started out with a nice white. She's down to damn near black. <laughs> and it's just in that Because they're track. throwing crap around, and they're dropping suckers. And you, and you to, can't even blame a family dog. You, you can't even Redmond's blame a dog. Yeah. Yeah. Call Redmond's. Don't Here's John Height. Oh, yeah. Hang on. I'm You're still, still having fun, aren't you? No, he's on Redmond's.com. No. He's trying to pick out Did his floor. Tell, hard, the, John? tell the GLers what you two were doing, you two nerds, what you were doing during the break. <laughs> I had him look up the want ads for boats in 1956. Yeah. And you know what you hear? This will depress you, actually. Yeah. There are 10 full pages of one ends. As recently as Memorial Day weekend of 2003, when I bought a motorcycle Mm -hmm. uh, on that weekend, there were two full columns of motorcycles in the Star Tribune advertising. Wow. Two three? Top to bottom of the page, two columns of motorcycles. Wow. Obviously prior to Craigslist. What, um... What year did the ad come out for Everything Must Go? That was in the 80s. Okay. I don't know what year. <laughs> Jerry, hey, you got anything for the personals? Anybody looking for companionship? I already clicked off Here's that. John Heisen. Yeah, there were personals, too. Such, uh, they don't even sell them on Craigslist anymore because Craigslist charges you to pay uh, sell bikes. So everybody has moved to Facebook Marketplace. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Here's hmm. John Height in the newsroom. Thank you, Joe. An idea being looked at by Minneapolis officials would raise the police chief's salary. The city is still looking for a replacement for former chief Madaria Arredondo, who called it quits. He made two hundred and four grand. The new proposal would have the new chief make between two hundred fifty-three and three hundred thousand dollars. Mayor Jacob Fry said he thinks the raise would be crucial for attracting high-caliber candidates at a time when a lot of cities across the country are looking for new police chiefs. Meanwhile, Star Tribune reporting that Mayor Fry announced yesterday a new discipline grid for, uh, grid for the city's police department. He says it will make it incredibly clear, in his words, how officers will be punished if they break policy. The updated discipline matrix creates a new category for E-level violations, which will result in automatic termination. Those include officers violating the city's anti-discrimination policy, using biased language, making false statements, recklessly using firearms, using unnecessary force, failing to report force, and maliciously searching or Uh, arresting someone. I I have a question. Is that his job? Yeah, who's going to pass this judgment? Who's going to determine whether or not a a police officer recklessly used a firearm? Was he uh, returning fire? Is is that uh, reckless? Uh, What What do we got going here? Who's the judge and jury? Talk to me, Goose. Because that's what I'm wondering. Is that, I've never heard of a mayor making those type of, is that odd? The interrupters will, will decide. The sure. violence in a row. Oh, sure. That works working out well. I thought you meant the people on this show. Yeah. Uh, remember, Chris, the people, I think, voted, didn't they, in the last election to give the mayor full... Yes. Oh, uh, they did. Full, okay. Full whatever over, over running this that city or whatever. That ought to up those numbers for recruitment. 
Uh, also today, speaking of the police, the City Council's Committee of the Whole will hear a presentation of that investigation by the Minnesota Department of Human Rights into the city's police department. The findings of the department's investigation were released, remember, earlier this year. The department reported finding probable cause the city and department of a pattern or practice of racial discrimination. As we record this, we're about two hours away from that meeting to go over what was found in the 72-page-long report, which details what they call a decade of alleged discrimination by the police department. A decision by a Ramsey County judge to vastly reduce the bail for a man charged with shooting at police sparked outrage among law enforcement leaders. That was reported over the weekend. But a former county attorney talked to our folks down at Five Eyewitness News and says the bail amount doesn't always match the perceived severity of the crime. Ramsey County Attorney John Choi had charged 30-year-old Pablo Jimenez with four counts of using deadly force against law enforcement officers after investigators said Jimenez fired at least nine rounds at officers. Nobody was injured. Uh, Choi had sought a $5 million bail, but during his first court appearance, Ramsey County Judge Kelly Charles set bail for Jimenez at $100,000. That figure drew sharp criticism from law enforcement, including Ramsey County Sheriff Bob Fletcher, the sheriff telling Five Eyewitness News it was the worst judicial decision he's seen in over 40 years of law enforcement experience. In a written statement, Choi said his office objected to what he called an unusually low bail amount. But Susan Gartner, who served as Ramsey County attorney for 16 years, said setting bail amounts is an involved process in which judges are not supposed to use the bail amount as a punitive measure. She said bail is not about, oh my goodness, these charges are serious. We need to keep that person in jail. She said that preventive detention is unconstitutional. She said the purpose of bail is simple, and that is to make sure that the defendant appears in court as the case progresses. Judge will get background reports on suspects before they set bail, and most of that info has to stay private under state law, Gartner said, because the suspect has not been convicted and the information oftentimes is personal. According to the Ramsey County Attorney's Office, Hymas was still in jail as of last night. He has not yet posted bail. Spokesperson for the state court said judges are not allowed under state law to comment on cases that they're presiding over. Hmm. That was interesting. I didn't, uh, that stuff that Gertner said, I, I had no idea. That was uh, a little education for me. Wall Street entered into a bear market on Monday. The S&P 500 tied to almost uh, to most 401k accounts and considered Wall Street's main measurement of health <sighs> did fall more than 20% from its peak in January, triggering the bear market. About 41% of Americans have 401k accounts, but others without them will still feel the effect of all this, mostly in higher prices. For instance, ABC News reporting that major corporation Kraft Heinz, the company behind brands like Miracle Whip and Maxwell House Coffee, may increase its prices toward the end of summer. The bear market begins the same week the Federal Reserve is expected to meet, and the Fed raised interest rates by half a point when it last met. ABC News also reports this meeting may increase rates by another three-quarters of a point. The Federal Reserve does that to try and lower inflation, but acting too aggressively could trigger a recession, according to economic experts. Do you have the story of the local woman, a Maple Grove woman, uh, with a rare ear disorder that makes her hearing so acute she can hear uh, eyeballs move? Oh, Ooh, no, that would I, I don't crazy. have that what? story. Oh, what? It's called Ooh. Superior Canal Dehiscience Syndrome. Stop blinking your eyes! <laughs> oh, my God. It takes well, me back. The poor gal, it drives her nuts. I don't doubt it. Stephanie Schmitz has an ear disorder so rare that How most rare? doctors have never heard of it. What? Wow. Sounds will make oh, me on. dizzy. Sometimes it's just people's <laughs> voices. Sometimes it's a fire truck driving by. It can be the simplest thing. 
I can't barely stand to hear my son laugh, and I think that's what really oh. is hard for me because that's oh. what life is. And, and so her eyeballs, she can hear her eyeballs move. Wow. That's, that's freaky. Uh, yeah. That's disturbing. Let me see if it can do anything for her. Here. Is there a... Is there a... Well, I don't think Reavers, it's funny, Reavers. Reavers, she can what hear you, you, yeah. you son yeah, bitch. Yeah, you laugh. You bastard. Fat bastard. I did have the sick thought of trying, <laughs> trying to call her on the air and, oh, and say, God. okay, I'm going to say something. Can you hear it? And then not say anything and say, see, you couldn't hear that. What is wrong with you? Oh, I, God wow. bless you, young lady. Yes. I hope it works Come out on, for you. It was a Fox Help 9 her, story. Uh, and it just caught my attention. Help her here. Uh, yeah, help her out Well, there. can't we just, can't she unhook her ear somehow? Let's, well, let's, let's well, shut that thing off. just cut the thing off. Let's, go, let's go down. Shut it down. Fill it up. Take a can of that God spray bless foam. you, lady. I'm sorry I brought it up because I know or I'm surrounded by morons. Just put those like, noise-canceling headphones on her. Well, she did have thyroid she, cancer in the middle of this, ooh. and that didn't help. I'm trying to see if there's a cure. Uh, Is it worse than my left ear that rings all the time? My left ear rings so loud other people can hear it. You answer it? That's funny there, uh, Bob Hope. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> you Ukrainian troops. Oh. Ukrainian troops struggled to repel Russian advances in the country's Donbass region of, on Monday as Kremlin forces pushed into areas key to Moscow's goal of cementing its control of eastern Ukraine. There are some uh, cities here I'm going to pronounce wrong. I'm going to try to get them right. But, Uzbekistan. Uh, we'll Ukraine's military said the Ukrainian fighters were forced to we uh, withdraw from the central Severodonetsk a strategic city in the Luhansk region, marking what they call a partial success for Russia. Russia forces now control about three-quarters of that city, a worrying sign as Kyiv struggles to regain the battlefield advantage enjoyed in the initial months after President Vladimir Putin's February 24th invasion. Uh, meanwhile, speaking of uh, Mr. Putin, his health is in the spotlight again. Did you guys see this footage? Yeah, he's uh, shaking like a leaf. Oh, yeah. Shows Keel his, over, uh, you moron. He's shaking and his legs buckle at one point as he gives a speech. Uh, fears about his mental and physical well-being have come into sharp focus since he invaded Ukraine. There is speculation he's suffering from terminal cancer or Parkinson's following reports of trembling hands and mysterious disappearances. A video emerged from an awkward ceremony on Sunday showing his shaky legs. Then as he listens to Russian filmmaker Nikita Mikhailov accepting a prize, Putin stands just off the podium swaying back and forth. While later giving his speech, his legs appear to buckle several times as he grips the podium with his hands for support. Do you know how bleeped up this guy is? He's got poop testers. Ooh. I saw that. Yeah. What's that yeah. mean? When how he goes you? poop, uh, they gather it up and bring it back to Moscow. So no how do you get can... that internship? Boy, yeah, that's a, a tough, tough game. job, yeah, man. I, tough I don't game. want that job. And then you Jimmy, stay in show turn. business. Yeah. Jimmy, he's yeah. got to go again. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody needs to tip him out of the canoe. Right. Let's go. I, I, I think he had the pierogies last night as well. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh, God. He just had five bratwurst. Uh -oh. oh, no. Who's on duty? Who's got this shift? The great thing is... is that Somebody get careful. a bucket. Get Igor in here. The wonderful thing Igor. is they scoop him up in those Russian uh, those Russian dolls. Those uh, they, So when the guy opened them, he has to keep opening the next... What are those called? Russian... Uh, yeah. Hey, you ain't St. Peter the Great, pal. Keel over. See, right. Leave the scene. Let's go exactly. here. 
All entrances to Yellowstone National Park closed at least through Wednesday due to heavy flooding and rock slides, and it could be a, quote, substantial amount of time before all roads reopen, according to officials there. The National Park Service said there was flooding, rock slides, and mud slides on roadways from recent unprecedented amounts of rainfall. No inbound visitor traffic will be allowed at least through Wednesday. The closure included those with lodging and camping reservations. Visitors who were currently in the park were being evacuated. Did you guys see the video of the house getting taken out? Yes. Floats down river. Yep. And a pretty nice house it looked like. Yeah. Pretty uh, decent looking house. Nice piece of property that Yellowstone. Yeah. Former President Donald Trump released a... Yes, I have. (laughs) Former President Trump (laughs) releasing a lengthy statement last night criticizing the January 6th House Select Committee hearings. Oh, shut up, you idiot. Still declaring he won the 2020 election. In a 12-page paper, the former president repeated a number of long-dismissed conspiracy theories regarding the results of the last election, as well as more recent ones regarding what he called harvested and stuffed ballots discussed in Denise D'Souza's documentary, 2000 Mules. Uh, Speaking of the hearings, yesterday's second one had members of Trump's teams testifying, saying they all told the former president over and over he had lost the election, but he didn't believe them. It also found former Attorney General Bill Barr telling the panel the election was fair, and despite Trump's allegations, there was no evidence of cheating. Barr scoffed at the 2000 Mules film, saying it offered nothing of substance. He also said when he spoke with the former president, he figured Trump was either lying about his fraud allegations or had lost all touch with reality. Panel also said Trump had raised $250 million for the election defense fund, but that fund never existed. The money didn't go to investigate the elections. Instead, went into the Trump organization's pack. I uh, forgot to play this clip earlier, but um, <clears throat> this seems like a pretty good time. President Biden spoke recently uh, at the AFL-CIO gathering. Yes, uh, in Philadelphia, I believe. And um, <clears throat> he was asked about reckless spending. Okay. I don't want to hear any more of these lies about reckless spending. We're changing people's lives. I'll see. That's it. Yep. <laughs> That's it. They're changing lives, Kenny. You know what Trump doesn't realize? Uh, Americans have enough problems now without his echo chamber in the background saying, he, I, I got... He work. needs to set the play out. Right. I agree. Right. Yeah, never happened, though. It won't. You're never right. He can't help himself. Uh, no. It's 43 degrees right now in Duluth. Really? What? Yeah. Really? No way. Yeah. No, really? the Wurz is up there, and she says it's foggy and 43 at wow. the aerial lift bridge. Yeah. You'll Holy never catch Lord. me complaining about this weather because I loathe winter. Yep. Toodaloot. 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 The bus goes north. Goes Toodaloot. Holy cow. I got 51 I, on my phone. Huh. Here? Or in Duluth? Duluth. Oh. No, well, they got that big here. air conditioner there yeah. called Lake Superior. You can smell the salt water. That's right. Idaho made international headlines over the weekend when 31 masked members of a white nationalist group were arrested in Coeur d'Alene. And now, guess who's getting threatened? The police. Really? The city's mayor and police chief updated the public through a news conference yesterday. After a call from a citizen warning he had seen men looking like a little army, police found the members of the Patriot Front inside a U-Haul truck during a traffic stop Saturday. They were arrested on suspicion of conspiring to ride at the North Idaho City's Pride in the Park event. 
Coeur d'Alene Police Chief Lee White provided a handful of new details yesterday, including that the riot was planned to take place on Sherman Avenue. The U-Haul was found to contain riot gear and at least one smoke grenade. The sheriff wouldn't address talk, uh, the chief, excuse me, wouldn't address talk about guns. Meanwhile, police are receiving threats after the arrests. He said he's been getting calls of support for police and a lot of anonymous angry calls from those who are upset about the arrests. He confirmed that users on far-right social media platforms have doxed Coeur d'Alene officers, publicly identifying them and publishing per, uh, personal information about them online. Isn't that a Who song? Patriot Front? Nope. We all Eminence. know you. Eminence Front. Eminence Front. Front. Oh. It's a put up. I always thought that the words were Speedboat Fast, speed but it's Eminence fast. Front. I don't know how I got Speedboat fast. fast out of it. Speedboat Fast. Yeah. <laughs> it's what? a put on. You really thought that? Yeah, I was gonna. In fact, I was, if I ever got another boat, I was gonna name it Speedboat Fast. <laughs> huh? God, Elon Musk will address <laughs> Twitter employees Thursday. There's some things you should just keep. Yeah, to yourself. you really should have made that public. <laughs> Kenny, you think I revealed too much? Way too much. Yeah. How am I supposed to re respect you when you say stuff like that? I don't. Know. I'm going home. Eli, you are home. Elon Musk will address Twitter employees Thursday for the first time since the billionaire and Tesla CEO offered $44 billion to buy the social media company. Twitter CEO Parag Agrawal announced an all-hands meeting to employees in an email saying they'd be able to submit questions in advance, according to the Wall Street Journal. Musk reached a deal to acquire Twitter in April, but he's clashed with the company repeatedly since then over the number of bots or fake accounts that exist. He said he's putting the deal Oops. on hold. I turned the wrong <laughs> dial down. I'm sorry. I'm very, very sorry. Yeah. Hello? Saying he needed more data from the company about those bot accounts. <laughs> <laughs> God Almighty! What I turned the speaker on? down instead of my I understand, microphone. Yes, I'm just, just giving you a little little nudge here. Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola, and the maker of Jack Daniel's Tennessee whiskey are teaming up for a canned, ready-to-drink version of the classic cocktail enjoyed at tailgates, college bars, and living rooms across America. Coke and Brown Foreman Corporation said the premixed cocktail will be made available worldwide after an initial launch planned for later this year in Mexico. Jack Daniels branded premixed cocktails have been around for years, including one called Jack Daniels Whiskey and Cola, but the partnership announced Monday officially links the two brands. Coke does sell an alcoholic drink known as Lemon Dew in Japan, but the company is yet to enter the U.S. alcohol market on its own. The U.S. booze sector is highly regulated and rules vary by states. A brown foreman and Coke said the Jack Daniels and Coca-Cola cans will have an alcohol beverage volume of 5%. Yeah, there's not That'll enough vary. sugar in Coke, so let's add Jack to it. <laughs> there will be a, a sugarless version made, Joe. Oh, if, I'm sorry. If you're so if inclined. If I offend anybody. You can, <laughs> you can get a sugarless one. Uh, speaking of drinking, you consider yourself a light to moderate drinker, maybe? Having the occasional cocktail or glass of wine with dinner and tossing back a few, you know, during the weekend... Well, by most standards, you'd be right, because drinking is typically tracked as an average over the week. And Rudolf Moose, professor of psychiatry and behavioral sciences at Stanford University School of Medicine, said in a statement, that leaves a lot of drinkers mistakenly assuming they're drinking at a moderate level. Moose is the co-author of a recent study that found many moderate drinkers above age 30 actually end up binging on the weekend defined as five or more drinks in a row within a short period of time. 
People who binged were about five times more likely to experience multiple alcohol problems like getting hurt, the emotional or psychological problems from alcohol, having to use more alcohol to get the same effect, and experiencing effects of alcohol at work, school, or caring for children. Yes. Is there anything in there about obsessing over when you're going to have your next drink and then how many you're going to have on a daily basis? Oh, we can't talk about that. By the way, I, it, I it. don't believe it's legal for caffeine to be produced with alcohol in this state. I was I was told that. For oh, some really? I, that's what I was told. Because Mike and I had well, a guest on a while ago that said that it wasn't legal. Maybe that law changed. I don't know. Yeah, what about uh, there are coffee beers here? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, you're right. No, actually, there's one that's really good. That coffee beer, what's the one you gave me, uh, Reavers? That Uh, is the, uh, what's the brand you like? From Guinness. Guinness, yes. Something coffee. Yeah, they they used, I don't know if it was a Starbucks flavored or whatever, but I saw Uh, that and I thought, well, uh, the soul man needs this. I got to hide that when I bring that home. Uh, The person I live with, uh, she's got got some thirst issues. Surly also makes one, a coffee bender. Hmm. That's pretty good. Fireball nineteen nineteen is the way to go. That is a nice, good. It's a it's a good wake me up. Is that what you were enjoying at the Indy five hundred? You you can hit that at about six a.m. It'll serve the purpose. Uh, Get you there. I saw your Twitter account when you went to Indy. Oh, that was spectacular. Empty bottles. By the way, I just saw that video of the house going into the old river. Holy cow! Isn't that something? Wow. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Are we done with binge drinking? There. Yes. We can end on that note. You guys tell okay. me. You're the ones with the alcohol problem. <laughs> you yeah, guys uh, personally feel you have to attack us three. <laughs> yeah, you guys heard John's news, and there's terrible flooding at Yellowstone, and you don't want your tent to be pitched into the river and go off downstream. So maybe you're going to reconsider your vacation plans and head up north to Giants Ridge, home to the legend and the quarry, two of the greatest golf courses in the state, not to mention the country. Uh, get on one of those fin cycles. It's really cool. A single rider electric golf cycle. And there's a 37 hole special underway through August 29. Play the legend and the quarry. 36 holes of Minnesota's best golf with one incredible rate and lunch on the club between rounds at the Wakuda Grill featuring one of the finest and most peaceful overlooks in all of northern Minnesota. View 3D course flyovers of the legend and the quarry at giantsridge.com. And, uh, yeah, think of it as a family vacation destination. What with these gas prices and Yellowstone flooding you out, water recreation, biking, hiking, the newest and largest lift-serve mountain bike park in the Midwest, dining, lodging, and more. Book your tea times online at GiantsRidge.com or call Giants Ridge at 218-865-8030. Joe, well, no, 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 no. I have something to add. Yeah. Right now at Giants Ridge, 70 degrees. Really? That oh. should sell you right there. 70 degrees wow. at Giants Ridge. Nice. Beautiful. Truth, Tears for Justice beer. and the Sujure. Yeah, okay, Moon Motorsports in Monticello running 50 years plus now as a family-owned multi-line dealership committed to the rider community. Ooh. And, yeah, give it to me. Lay it right, on me. I, gotta here, give it here to, I don't go. care that you're here doing an ad. Yeah. Uh, and Moon Motorsports, they actually host and sponsor more rider events than any other dealer in our region. And with that in mind, Moon, Moon Motorsports, they want you 
to be a part of all the excitement by joining them. It's coming up June 25th, a Saturday, for the Dinky Town Tattoo Ink Ride. I could see Such doing this. You get in with this fun uh, ride with your moon friends, and you'll be entered to win a gift certificate for fresh ink. Uh, Joe, you could get that oh. Mickey Mouse tattoo on your ankle you've always wanted. I really do. Yeah. Also, uh, don't miss out on Moon's annual Vintage and Heritage Motorcycle Show. That's coming up on August 6th. Uh, be a part of all the fun and find out why Moon Motorsports is Minnesota's most exciting power sports showroom. But meanwhile, meanwhile, uh, if you need an immediate awe-inspiring experience, you got to stop into Moon Motorsports, the showroom there on the south side of 94 in Monticello, and have your very breath taken away when you see the massive showroom floor featuring 10 brands of bikes, ATVs, side-by-sides, and sleds. You'll also see them on their very fun and easy website, moonmotorsports.com. The pandemic lockdowns were so bad. How bad bad were they? they? A study due to be published this week, this is according to Breitbart, has reportedly found that many children entering elementary school in the U.K. are unable to even say their own name. So pronounced the impact of isolation has been. Gee, I wonder who called this. The report linked to the UK broadsheet The Times is set to reveal the developmental problems are widespread among young children in Britain, with the study set to blame pandemic conditions and a lack of parental education for the shortfalls. According to an article published on Monday previewing the results of the year-long study, children entering their first year of primary school are not toilet trained, have never drunk out of any vessel other than a baby bottle, and are unable to communicate effectively using verbal language. Wow. We've got about 50% of children in reception and nursery who are not toilet trained, one UK headmaster reportedly told those conducting the study. We've got children who are still drinking from bottles, uh, when they start school, they continue. They are four years old, and their language will include the word bot-bot because that's their communication for uh, may I have a little drink. Uh, the study has not been fully published yet. Uh, the f- children are falling significantly in regards to their intellectual, physical, and emotional development is in lockstep with previous studies. For example, a U.K. government report on the current state of education in the U.K., found that young children saw their development stall or even regress over lockdown, with social skills in particular taking the biggest hit as a result of infants being locked indoors. Good Lord. Can't even say their own name. They don't even know what the hell their name is. Well, whose fault is that? That's at home. That's absolutely at home. If, if your kid has suffered to that degree, that's your fault as a parent. I've said this before, yeah. and I'm sure we'll read about it. Some Somebody in the failed academy will study it. Uh, I think the relationship between mothers and the children born during the lockdown will prove to be different than the relationship between mothers and babies born during any other time in life. I agree. The uh, the uh, the dependence the child has on the mother is extraordinary. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, and I've even seen it too. That my kids were, you know, just start. My youngest was just starting school when the pandemic hit, and I remember thinking, I wonder how this is going to affect him long term. It did a little bit, but not too much. But other kids in his class, I know, had other setbacks, too. And we called this when it happened. We're reminded, uh, Vern wants me to remind you, that the uh, trap shooting tournament in Alexandria started the 13th. That would have been yesterday. So that's, again, it it attracts thousands of of people to uh, shoot the traps. 
or whatever you do. Why did I think it was over a weekend? Because you had an from email a, a couple... I think it's a week-long event. Oh. Uh, I think it's longer than that, actually. And from what I'm hearing uh, from my friends who work over in the Alexandria area, uh, it's, uh, it's a plethora of city-its. Every dumbbell from every city and around is in there. Just imagine being that woman. Was it Shoreview with the hearing deal? Being Maple a, Grove. Being up at the trap show. Oh, I don't think she should go there. I don't think so. Only because they come to us all the way from Marloth Park in Mumpumalanga, South Africa, from the Traveling Lymans. It was on this day in 1671. Today is June 14th. In a ceremony at Sault Ste. Marie, the Sour de St. Luçon formally claims the territory that would become northeastern Minnesota. For France, in 1868, on this day, the first Ojibwe person to relocate to the White Earth uh, Reservation arrived. An annual ceremony and reunion is held to commemorate the event. On this day in 1959, the St. Paul Housing and Redevelopment Authority condemned the few remaining homes in the area known as the Levee. The Upper Levee Flats had long been the location of poor immigrant neighborhoods for various ethnic groups, including Poles, Bohemians, Swedes. Around 1900, Italians settled there in such numbers that it earned the name Little Italy. Upper Levee Flats was prone to flooding, leading the city to condemn the neighborhood. That was on this day in 1959. Huh. Well, what happens, um, John, when, when the levee breaks? Then what happens? <laughs> On this day in 1981, I remember this distinctly because I saw it, a tornado traveled from Edina to Minneapolis to Roseville, killing one and injuring 83 and causing $47 million in losses. And on this day in 2014, and I remember this because I I took part, light rail service from Minneapolis and St. Paul downtowns begins. Called the Green Line, the 11-mile line passes through the University of Minnesota campus along University Avenue. On that day in 2014, June 14th, that was the only day that it was safe to ride the Green Line. <laughs> you know what? You know what else occurred on that day in 2014? Mm-hmm. A once in a, a once in a 100-year rainfall. That's not listed here, but really? I remember that distinctly because I had never had rain in my basement. And I had a hell of a lot of rain that day. Our hope is that there will not be a bunch of suburbanites just racing through. That through these windows, you will see the glory and magnitude of the wonderful neighborhoods that are here in this South Minneapolis community. We have much to offer. And with this critical investment, you're going to be able to see more. You will get off of one of those stations and visit an art store, get a cup of coffee, get something to eat in one of our fantastic uh, restaurants. And if you're really hip, you can get off at Whiskey Junction or the Joint or the Caboose and hear some of the best music in the Twin Cities. These things happen in our community right here in the Phillips neighborhood and the Cedar Riverside community. Look at me. That's the blue line. It oh, was, yeah. It was on this day, the oh, yeah. green line opened. <laughs> Went the other way. Uh, is she an audio separated at birth with Julia from Laurie and Julia on my talk? <gasps> it's pretty close. You're I right. hope. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and Kenny asked, and you will receive. Yesterday, June 13th, Kenny asked for some animal photos from here in Marloth Park. Below are a couple of links to our website, which is worldwidewaftage.com. Of only a few of the photos we have posted, we've added new photos (coughs) to our, excuse me, to our site daily. It's easier and faster to send the links 
than the individual photos by mail. So, so you want uh, giraffes and yeah, zebras. That was good. I have one more request, though, since I don't get National Just Geographic anymore. God. Uh, could you send me some uh, pictures of the natives? What is wrong with you? <laughs> Go to Worldwide Waftage, one word, worldwidewaftage.com. Waftage. Didn't you ride the uh, the train? Because remember, my favorite part of the construction of the Green Line was the daily interruption of electricity in the building. Right. Uh, I rode the train on day one probably to get a column out of it. And that was the only safe day. Did you rip it, or did you were you in favor of it? I can't remember. Why didn't they just call keep it the Hiawatha line and the Midway line? Well, why do we have to do this? Because we're trying to be London. Oh, you know what? Look yeah, at the time. Colors, Show's yeah. over. Never Thank you, mind. G. Ellers. Kenny doesn't care Kenny, anymore. Yeah. Thank you, G. Ellers. <laughs> Kenny, you got to move when the yeah. lady breaks. Okay? Yeah. Thank you. Because you'll have no place to stay. <laughs> right. That's right. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> if it keeps on raining, Joe, levee will break. Correct. G. Ellers, <laughs> do us a favor. Subscribe to Garage Logic on our YouTube page and follow us along on all of the social media channels, of course Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And don't forget, if you haven't done so already, to download that PodMN app for your smart device. Catch you tomorrow. It is that time once again here in Garage Logic where we pick up that phone and we make that call to Mr. Money Talk. Josh Arnold is with us, and boy, now is the time for you to do the same thing as I did and pick up that phone and call 952-925-5608 for that free 48-minute financial consultation with absolutely no obligation, by the way. 952-925-5608. When you call that number, you get Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold, and you're also going to get straight talk, and you're never going to get sugar-coated advice. And Josh is on the line with us once again. And Josh, I know you, and you want to talk about bear market today, don't you? Oh, it's a bear market. It's a bear market. Sell everything. Sell everything. Things are only going to get worse. Let me get out now. Sorry. Yes, things could get worse. Yes, Chris, the market measured by the S&P could continue down. Indeed, there have been numerous commentators who have said the S&P index is going to go down another 40%. Nope, it's going to go down 45%. Nope, it's going to go down 50%. If you're not a trader, you should be taking your money out of stock and put it into safe bonds and cash. And if you're worried about inflation, go buy some gold. And to this, I say bunk. No, not the kind of bunk that you sleep on, as in balls and strike. Bunk. Listen, we've had numerous bear markets. We've had numerous sell-offs, and we've had some significant sell-offs since 2018. I'm not even going to go back to 2001. I'm not going to go back to 1997 when the market dropped 40% in October on a tie bot crisis only to recover very strongly over 1998 and fall again in October of 1998 when a bunch of Nobel laureate economists and former, I do believe it was Goldman Sachs, traders tried to dominate the Russian ruble and they got shellacked. And that shellacking just about brought down the banking system because of the amount of margin that they had and what they were investing in. The Fed did come to the rescue 
at that point in time. And from October 1998 through early 2000, 2000, the market went on a tear. Yes, Y2K. Now, there are some people that could compare what happened around 2000 with the need for more computers or the proposed need for more computers, more Internet access, et cetera, et cetera, to what had happened when the country shut down the government-mandated recession that we had due to the COVID pandemic. And again, up we're going from the office to home. We need stuff so that we can continue working at home. Computer sales went up. Semiconductor sales for the need of computers went up. Anything related to technology did very well. And the price of oil during that period of time went negative for a very brief period of time. Okay, now we've talked about oil before. Price of oil gone from $55 a barrel to now $123 a barrel in 18 months. How's the Fed and raising interest rates going to bring down the price of oil? Well, unless they uh, raise interest rates high enough and long enough to put the economy into a recession, which they don't want to do, then the price of oil, unless there is more concerted drilling, is not going to be coming down significantly unless the war between the Russians and the Ukrainians ends. You cannot, oil companies, given the current energy policy from this administration, are not going to run out and drill more. They don't have any pipe either to move that. This particular administration, supposedly for the working man, has been against oil and natural gas, other fossil fuels to keep our economy running. You're going to tell me that you can, that an oil services worker currently making $49 an hour is going to be able to feed his family and get ahead on a solar energy job paying $23 an hour. Okay, that's so much for supporting the working man. But the working man will continue to vote against their pocket book, but that's another story altogether. In any case, the S&P 500 did fall again, and I do say again, but it's happened before, is down 20% year to date. Yes, there are some people talking that we've got more to go on the downside, but if I look at many companies, and particularly high quality companies that produce products and services that are in demand, and it doesn't mean whether it's just for consumers, but also for industrial uses, many of those companies are down already 20 to 50 plus. And if you have been thinking about putting your money into bonds as a safe haven, good luck with that. If I take a look at the aggregate, yes, the aggregate bond index, which is both governments and corporates of varying maturities, that index year to date is down 14%. If I were to look at the long-term bond index, TLT, that is down 25% year to date. Which would you rather own going forward? Bonds with minuscule yield or favorite Apple, which is down, quite frankly, a lesser amount. Yes, Apple could continue to, to drop a little bit. People need their, their iPhone. They need the connection. As the next product roll out, yes, their people are going to be upgrading. I'm not going to say regardless of the cost, because Apple is going to figure out a way to get you to buy their, their product, including their newly uh, discussed buy now, pay later program. Apple, good company to own in this environment. Yes, it's going to fluctuate, could be down, could be back up. Still not backing away from my $250 price target, but have to extend that. We are in a bear market. If you are smart, and I'd put that as a question mark, if you are smart during any bear market, continue to invest. You will be, in my estimation, rewarded. Very good advice, Mr. Money Talk. You heard him, GLers. Now's the time for you to pick up that phone and make that call for that free, yes, I said free, 48-minute financial consultation at 952-925-
855-565-5608. Straight talk, never sugar-coated advice. Josh, once again, thank you so much for the time and the chat. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll do this again on Thursday. Yep, then we can talk about interest rates. Very good, sir. Talk to you then. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris Reavers is a paid endorser.